a summary of the Sikha. In this week's parsha, it tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu asked of Hashem, allow me to see your glory, your greatness. And Hashem responded, you will not be able to see my face, the front of me, you will see the back of me, because my face, can, my, the front of me cannot be seen, my face cannot be seen. So Rashi quotes the words, you will see the back of me, and he explains, Hashem showed him the knot of his tefillin, of his head tefillin. So first of all, we have to understand, what is, exactly is Rashi trying to explain here? What's difficult to understand about, you will see the back of me, which makes it better by saying this was the knot of the tefillin. If you'll say that what bothers Rashi is, how could you describe the back of Hashem, which is describing him in physical features, and Hashem is removed from any physical features, so therefore he's trying to explain that it's not meant literally, it means the knot of the tefillin. So that can't be it, because first of all, many places in the Torah we find that physical descriptions and features are given to Hashem, the hand of Hashem and so on, so many other uh, descriptions like that, and Rashi doesn't find the need to explain it. In fact, in this this Pasuk itself it says, you will not be able to see my face. Rashi doesn't explain what do you mean by Hashem's face, he doesn't have physical features, he doesn't say anything. When it comes to the back of me there, he finds it necessary to explain that it's filled. In fact, and another question, if that's what he's trying to explain, how does the knot of tefillin make things any better? The knot of tefillin is also a physical feature. So Hashem has a knot of tefillin. How does Hashem have a knot of tefillin? He's completely removed from any description. In fact, if you were to use the analogy, use face and the back of me as an analogy, it would help explain it much better. It's not meant literally. It's an analogy. The face is like a, a child knows that the face is where he sees the eyes, the ears, the nose, the features which make a person a person. You hear, you see, you smell, you, you talk from your mouth. Those are, that's the area of the face which reveals who you are. When you look at a person's, the back of a person's head, you don't see any of what makes him a person. You don't see any of the talents of what... In other words, that's where his humanity is concealed. So it's easy to explain. The face of Hashem is where he's revealed. The uh, back of Hashem is where he's concealed. But what does tefillin, the knot of tefillin, what does that do for anybody? What, how, how does that explain anything? So to explain... <clears throat> The, this discussion that Hashem, Moshe said, show me, um, Hashem responded, you will not see my face, you will see only the back of me, comes at the tail end of a longer description of what Hashem plans to do right now. After Moshe asked him, show me your, your, your glory, it says there as follows, Hashem said, I will pass with my entire greatness in front of you, and I will call out in the name of Hashem, and I will pardon those who need to be those who I want to pardon, and I will have compassion on those who I want to have, want to have compassion. And then he goes in to say, "But you'll not be able to see my face; you'll see only the back of me." What's the connection between Moshe asking, "Show me your glory, your greatness," and Hashem says, "I'll teach you; uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do all these things." So Rashi explains, Hashem was saying, "The time has come that you should see." my greatness, that which I allow you to see, um, because I find, I've decided that it's time for me to teach you how to pray. 
how the Yidin should pray. I need to show you the system of prayer. Therefore, he said, I will pass before you with all my greatness. You know, you'll be on the mountain, you'll be in the crevice of the rock. I will cover you up. I will call out the name of Hashem means I will teach you how to call out to Hashem to ask for compassion. And this is how you will see it. You will, I will appear to you like uh, wrapped up in a talus. And, and invoking the 13 attributes of mercy and that's what I want you to teach the Jewish people that they too should do that if they need compassion, they need mercy they should invoke the 13 attributes of mercy and then came the follow up which says you will not be able to see however you will not be able to see the front of me when I pass before you I'm not going to allow you to see my face you'll only see the back of me in other words, it's one long narrative. The whole thing is one long continuation. So Hashem is saying, I'm going to pass before you and show me my greatness, which will be shown to you only from the back. You will see only the back of me. And I will appear to you like a chazan, like uh, in other places it says a shliach tzibur, that is wrapped in a talis, and calling out the names, uh, the, the 13 attributes of mercy. And all this, showing you my greatness, is going to be experienced by seeing the back of me. That's what it comes out, Hashem is saying. So then the question that Rashi is dealing with is this. What does it mean you're going to see the back of me, and somehow through this it's going to express that you saw the greatness of me? And how is, how is Hashem appearing? With wrapped in a talus. When, if you only see as Hashem is uh, receding, as He's moving forward away, and you see the back of Him, and He's wearing a talus, so what do you see? You see a talus. That's all you see. So what do you mean He's showing you the greatness of Him? If the greatness of Hashem is somehow expressed in the talus, like let's say, a talus was a garment which is meant to invoke, to bring out beauty and stature and importance, like let's say the, the garments of the Canaan, they were meant to invoke they're meant to bring out status and beauty and so on, so then when you look at a person that's wearing that kind of a garment, you say ooh, that's beautiful, you know that's, that, that shows importance and beauty but a talus we know is made of simple wool and that's what the chazan wears, that's what everybody wears, that's the mini so therefore, it's just a garment. All it is is a wool garment. So what's the beauty? How does that bring out beauty? Therefore, Rashi says, he showed him the knot of his tefillin. And Rashi makes the point to say, he showed him the knot of the tefillin. Because the question could be asked, why does Rashi say he showed him? He should have simply said, the, the, what is the back of me? The knot of the tefillin. Now he says, no. He showed him the knot of the tefillin because... If you're wearing a talus, you wouldn't see the knot of the tefillin either. It's covered by the talus. So therefore, Hashem made sure to uncover the knot of the tefillin so that he should be able to see it. And Rashi needs to make that point. Once we know that Hashem showed him the knot of the tefillin, Rashi doesn't have to explain anymore because a ch even a child knows that when he looks at his father and he's wearing tefillin, the tefillin are like a crown around the head. And that shows importance. That's something of beauty. That's something of status, that's something elevated, that's something higher, it's not just an ordinary thing. And since Moshe Rabbeinu can't see the front, so he can't see the actual tefillin, but when he sees the knot of the tefillin, not just the straps of the tefillin, the knot is what causes the tefillin to sit on the head like a crown, that's what 
tightens it, that fixes it to the head. So that makes it into the beauty that it is the crown around the Jew's head. And therefore, that's what he saw. He saw the greatness of Hashem in the fact that he was wearing tefillin, the knot of the tefillin. So that more or less explains the Rashi. However, there is still more that we need to understand, at least from the perspective of understanding what this means in the Pnimisi in Yonim, and from the Hasidic perspective, and what's it all about. Obviously, as we said before, the two things are linked. The fact that Hashem is teaching him how to pray and how the Yidin should petition Hashem for whenever they need something, and that he showed him the knot of the tefillin in connection with that. So there must be some connection between the knot of the tefillin and what we're trying to accomplish in petitioning Hashem. So what is that connection? And why is it so important that Hashem shows him that he is wrapped in a talus and in tefillin, and that that's what helps to petition Hashem through the 13 attributes of mercy to be given fine, fine favor with Hashem. It's the 13 attributes of mercy would seem that accomplish that, not so much the wrapping, the tefillin, the talus. So why is it that it has to be in that way? What does that represent? So to explain that, the reason that a person needs to pray is because a person commits a sin. Therefore, there is a certain penalty that comes along with a sin. And we petition Hashem, please have mercy on us and don't, don't punish us for the sin. We do tshuva, don't punish us for the sin. How does a sin happen? A Jew can commit a sin only because he forgets things. Only because he's forgetful. What is he forgetful of? If you think about it, when a Yid is, believes in Hashem, and believes that Hashem created the world, and believes that Hashem created everything, and believes that the Hashem Tov taught that every moment of the day Hashem has to recreate the world once again because it would go into nothingness. Every second of Hashem didn't recreate it just this second from nothing it would go back into nothingness and he has to recreate it from nothing into something every single second so how could a yid commit a sin knowing all this when he knows that Hashem just created me I need him to create me in the next second but yet I'm going to do something which goes completely against his will how could, it, how could anybody ever do that so the answer is yes you know it but you know it in the back of your mind. You push it to the back burner. It's, in other words, you forget it. You will cause yourself to forget that that is the reality that you live in. And it's in the back of the mind, and therefore you commit a sin, because you forgot. If you were able to remember that in a way that it's sitting in the front of your mind, you would never have a problem with committing a sin. You would never be tempted to commit a sin. When the boss passes by your desk, nobody's playing uh, Tetris. And that's the reason why when you, Hashem also showed him that in order, when you want to invoke the 13 attributes of mercy, you have to wear a talus and tefillin. Because tzitzis and tefillin both are there to invoke memory. By tfilin, what does it say about tzitzis? You shall see the tzitzis and remember what does it say about tefillin? They shall be there for you, as a memory um, between your eyes. Which means that both the tzitzis and the tefillin are there to bring back your memory. What memory? The memory that Hashem is the one that created you and needs to create you in a, in, in a moment. And that's what helps you in order to get rid of the sins that you have. 
And that's also why it's specifically the knot of the tefillin, because knots are also associated with memory. The Zoyer says that when Abchia and Abyeisi wanted to remember the things that they learned, they shouldn't forget it, they would tie knots. And it says in the in certain commentaries that there's a, an expression that when somebody wants to remember something, tie a knot so you won't forget. You have to, you know, you have to go buy something in the store. Don't forget, tie a knot around your hand so you won't forget. Because in the, because that's how it is. Tying a knot brings to memory things which we need to, spiritually speaking. That's what it means. Because tying a knot means reconnecting to that which is important. The, in Tanya it says that when a person commits a sin, you cut off the, the rope the, that attaches you to godliness. The way to, re, to when you do tshuva, you're retying that knot, that rope. But in the place where you tie the, the knot, that's even stronger. That's the strongest part of the rope now, because it's doubly and doubly uh, th- double thickness. So the knot is a greater connection to that which you find important. And that's why fixing a sin is also accomplished through a knot. Dafka through a knot. Through memory and the through a knot specifically, which means that you're more committed to that which you found in which the place where you failed, the area that you failed. And when we now, in this world, we commit ourselves to, to remember, not to forget. And by redoubly connecting ourselves to the, the things that Hashem tells us, this will bring that eventually will be the nigla kveid Hashem. Hashem will be revealed to us, and we will see with our flesh and blood eyes the the word of Hashem that Hashem is here. In other words, there will be no need to remember anymore. You only have to remember something that you don't see, but something that you see in front of your eyes is there. You don't have to remember it anymore. And this will happen when Mashiach comes speedily in our days.